Hello, it's Sean. I'm a player. Sup? We're going to be doing this ad read right off the top this time so that you're able to enjoy part one of this battle in its entirety. So let's keep this brief, eh? We have a Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash planetarcana. You can get early access to our episodes, exclusive bonus content, like our talkback show Recharge, and we have a mail club. As of this recording, there are only a few spots left, so if you want some saucy handwritten postcards from the crew, get in now. And, as always, you can follow us on our socials for all the memes and important updates. We are at Planet Arcana Pod on all things. Now, let's dive in. Previously on Planet Arcana. Armed with new information as to Scavenge's whereabouts, Crater, Riot, Celestine, and probationary party member Pacemaker set off. But not before Riot and Crater discover a cache of stolen android parts being moved through the Cold Break's creation point, evidently with the cooperation of Tudor Birch. Of even further intrigue was the marking on the side of one box, the symbol used by Lux Booker the Curationist, talent agent to such celebrities as Teaspoon Equilibret, and Riot herself. Even more curious was that Riot alone was completely unable to see this marking. Setting aside the question of Lux's involvement, the crew set their mind to getting across the river to Cransom and Grove, a feat that requires the appeasement of dinghy salesman and maybe, I don't know, god of the forest, Old Fuck Swearington. After presenting Old Fuck with gifts of homemade hats, dandy screams, Fay 535 massages, and more, the party secures their passage. But when they arrive at and explore their destination, the crew finds that Tudor Birch has led them to a dead end. Scavenge is nowhere to be found. Fortunately, our friends do find the ghost of sad young android Chagrin, a member of the Disasteroids before Scavenge stole their most valuable part for his own. Chagrin, looking for revenge, agrees to help our heroes find Scavenge, and reveals that Garbazine might have beat them to it. Finally arriving at the Disasteroid encampment, Riot and Celestine sneak about until they locate the unconscious body of Garbazine stuffed into the trunk of an owl aircraft. And meanwhile, Crater uses a newly acquired power to turn invisible and scout the surrounding area where he finds Scavenge himself, climbing into his own owl, about to make an escape. And so begins The Last Stand. I can hear you. I am listening. from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. Compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Crater is ready to go. Everything has been leading up to this moment. After learning all that I have over the last couple of weeks, it feels as though there might actually be some sort of resolution here. Everything about my life has been up in the air since I lost my limbic sensor, and at this moment, I've stopped placing blame on Pacemaker. 
As much as it hurt me that my best friend had a helping hand, I can learn to forgive. I am the prize. He's not the one that I need to be at odds with right now. There are bigger fish, worse monsters. With Scavenge literally in my sights at this moment, I need to stand here. One way or another, I will make sure that what happened to me will not happen to another android. At different points since this whole thing began, Celestine has felt... Uh, to varying degrees, like a fish out of water. Sometimes less so, sometimes more, but never has he felt more in over his head than right now. When Celestine left Ma and Pa's farm, it was to find out those things about himself that had been lost. Find out who he is, why he's here, what's his purpose. And just as he once followed the stars to the safety of Ma and Pa's farm, Celestine again trusted the stars to lead him to those answers, and they led him to Troponia Vega and to Crater Wayne. And since then, the purpose he's given himself is to be there for his friends. And I mean, he's very protective of Ryan Crater, right? We've seen uh, he's pretty suspicious of new people hanging around the crew, pretty reluctant to let anyone new into the inner circle, but that comes from a place of wanting to protect him wanting to do what he was hired to do, really. I mean, Celestine was brought onto the crew as the driver, the person whose job it is to make sure that they get away safely. And that's the task that he's assigned himself since then. (laughs) And frankly, they kind of need him to be that person. Because for as much as Celestine definitely looks up to Riot and Crater, he also recognizes that they do need him to look out for them as well. Riot and Crater aren't exactly the most cautious of individuals on the best of days, and this situation in particular has them both dialed up to 11. This is extremely personal for Riot and Crater. They've both had a very emotional last few days, and Celestine is honestly a little worried that it's going to make them too reckless. Like, worried that maybe one of them will feel like there's no price too high to pay to take down Scavenge. Celestine, on the other hand, I mean, the only reason he's here is for Riot and Crater. He doesn't have a history with Scavenge or the Disasteroids. And uh, JD Detective's mission, whatever the Arcana or the Pip message people want, fuck all that. He is here to make sure they get away safely. But he is honestly not sure if he's going to be able to do that this time. And that thought completely terrifies him. The loss alone would be devastating. But on top of that, who is he if he can't protect his friends? I feel hardened. Lately, I've been more emotional than I've let myself be in a long time. And while I know we've been through so much, I'm not letting myself do this any longer. This isn't how we do things. Not anymore. How we do things is this. Rely on passion and chaos to guide well-being. Organized and armored and cold and safe inside. Letting all that Fear and sadness slip out again. We'll let your enemies know. Let your enemy, let him see that you're weak. I'm strong. I'm unstoppable. When I stick to the plan. Otherwise, I get hurt. My friends get hurt. I'm given an opportunity to take down a monster and I fucking try to save him. And I'm not going to spare Scavenge again. Not after what he's done. Not when I know what he's capable of doing. This is not how we do things. I clench my fists and brace myself. Well, first of all, everybody who doesn't have inspiration, take it. Mm, Fuck yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Here we are. From the top of the suspended temple to the glittering city of Viridesia to the subarctic tundra, 
you've chased him. Like the first time you saw him, Scavenge dangles from the door of the owl vehicle, a pained look on his face as he tries to scramble for the pilot's seat. You notice a faint blue aura covering his body, shining softly. Elsewhere, in a shed, in the trunk of a different owl, like the first time you saw him, Garbazine's life is in danger, unconscious, curled in the fetal position. His breaths are shallow. So are yours. <sighs> Let's roll initiative. <laughs> Crater got an 18. <laughs> oh, in classic fashion, Celestine always seems to roll low on initiative. That's a, that's a four total. Damn. <laughs> Riot got a 13. And scavenge. Seven. Before we start... I'd like to let you guys know about a mechanic that we've implemented into this encounter. It's called Deus Ex Garbazine. (laughs) (laughs) And what this is, is that thanks to what Snowshoe did, Garbazine got here early and helped out before he was caught. We're going to leave it up to you to tell us what he did. So the way that this works is at some point in this fight, at any moment... Yeah, and you can only do this once. You can force Scavenge to re-roll a roll at disadvantage, a d20 roll, or you can use it as like a sort of story item at some point that describes how you get an edge in the fight. And we'll massage it a little bit and decide what that means, but you have one Deus Ex Garbazine to use whenever you need to use it. Aside from the revving of the owl's engine, there's a stillness that hovers in the air. The calm before the storm that has been building inside each of you for the last several weeks. Crater, where you're standing outside, there's plenty of activity, mostly from Scavenge as he's clambering into the owl and from the disasteroids around the fires putting out their cigarettes as Scavenge asks them to get ready for the last stand. You stand between the bigger lodge, run down and decrepit but full of disasteroids milling around, and the smaller lodge, more of a shed just as decrepit. Celestine and Riot, This shed is mostly empty, save for two owl vehicles, and space for one more. A mixture of smells wafts up as you move through here. Earthy, musty, chemical. You could presume this might have been used as a workshop. The walls are lined with a corrugated metal that ping-pong the sound of your footsteps. At the top of the round is Crater. And just to remind everybody, Crater is the only person who knows that Scavenge is out here getting into the owl. Celestine and Riot all you know that you is that you found Garbazine. You've heard some commotion outside. And Crater, you don't know that they found Garbazine either. Crater is still invisible, right? Damn right. Crater is still invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right before you take your turn, Crater, something happens. You hear a message in your head, as you have once before, from Pacemaker, who goes, Crater, Chagrin is gone. I, I, I can hear some commotion. What should I do? Stay close. If you see an opportunity to help, jump in and give us a hand. Crater, you are first in the initiative. What would you like to do? How far away is the owl from me currently? I would say like 30 to 40 feet. Is it still on the ground at this moment or is it already up in the air? It is on the ground. He just he just clambered in. You're watching him do that. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to run towards the owl. Still invisible, so I can't be seen. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my quick step ability and I'm going to appear... Within the owl, <laughs> past Gavinge. So I'm going to be sitting on the far seat, so he presumably wouldn't know that I'm there. <laughs> okay. Fuck yes. 
Oh my god, okay. The bullshit begins. <laughs> roll a stealth at advantage and scavenge roll a perception check. Oh, and hey, check it out. I'm pretty sure Pass Without Trace is still up. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So oh. take, take a plus 10 to that. Crater rolled a 26. Oh, yes! my God. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you are in the owl next to Scavenge watching him start it up, get it ready to get airborne. Like the predator in the movie, the predator. I'm going <laughs> to lurk in the shadows. I'm going to hold an action just in case I get noticed for whatever reason. Otherwise, I'm sitting silently in the back of this owl waiting for the next round. Excellent. Just to clarify, are you in the back or the passenger seat? I will be in the passenger seat. Let's wreck on that. Something happens here then. (laughs) As you appear in this passenger seat, totally stealthed, absolutely unperceived, you get close to Scavenge and though he doesn't notice you, your body suddenly tenses up as you watch some sparks dance from Scavenge's body onto you and start to fill you with this energy that pains you. You will take 13 lightning damage from being next to Scavenge. Fuck. Fire? (laughs) (laughs) Riot, you've heard some commotion outside, but right now you're standing inside of this tiny little shed, and what you can see is Celestine just having opened the trunk of the owl to find an unconscious Garbazine. I'm going to run over to where Celestine is, and check on Garbazine and see if he has a pulse. Make a medicine check. Yeah. 15. Just like his breath, it's pretty ragged. It's uneven. And you can tell as you get close to him that like every once in a while, he kind of tenses up really, really tight and then loosens a bit. Almost looks like there's like a shockwave going through his wires. Hmm. The other thing that you would notice as you give him a once over, you notice that there's a spot on him that has been replenished with pig. Oh, oh fuck. Damn. I see him here. I know he's alive, but I don't have anything to give him to make this go away, to make this better. And I hear the commotion outside and start to ebb into highs, getting like more and more chaotic. And I turn to Celestine and say, do you want to stay with him here? I'm, I'm going to go check and see what this is all about because I'm still in disasteroid mode Yes, on my exterior. So, Of course, Ms. Ride, you go out and do what you need to do, but... Please do be careful. I will. Okay. Uh, and I run out of the shed to see everything that's going on, all the disasteroids around me, and I see Scavenge in the owl, and I want to know if I can use the medallion of thoughts on him right now. <laughs> Amazing. All right, you pop off a detect thoughts on Scavenge. I want to know what he's doing and like what state he's in mentally like whether he's been really affected by what we kind of inflicted on him in the dream network to see if he's vulnerable before you answer b i'll also say that detect thoughts for free just by casting the spell you get his surface level thoughts and then to probe deeper he rolls a wisdom saving throw to get more specific um but it's up to you if you'd like to probe deeper i would like to probe deeper okay and i also want to know like where he's going how soon like how we're gonna start this Okay. Nope. On the surface, what you hear is, how did they get to Hacksaw? Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, I thought I had every contingency covered, I don't have every contingency covered, where the fuck are they? And then as you probe deeper, you can tell that Scavenge is extremely vulnerable, just as the devil told you, but also in an extreme 
fight or flight mode, and right now it's flight. He's going to be going to a place where some extremely important items are in an attempt to get ready for what he thinks is coming. Hmm. I'm going to use a bonus action to hide <laughs> behind something. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But still stay close by. Nice. So I'm going to do a spin around and like plant myself in the middle of like a school of fish of all the disasteroids running back and forth. (laughs) There's just like mechanical shit in piles in certain places. So I'm going to kind of duck behind one of those and act as inconspicuous as possible. Excellent. Okay. Just in the fact that you resemble a disasteroid and you're physically hiding yourself. It's (laughs) double hiding. (laughs) Double hiding. That brings us to Scavenge. Scavenge is basically, he's going to take the... Uh, oh, geez, what's it called in a plane? The wheel? Like the, the helm? Joystick. Yeah, the joystick. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely called a joystick. <laughs> Isn't it like the yoke or something? It is the yoke. No. Really? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay, yeah. well, I'm glad we defined what that is before I say it. He's going to uh, take the yoke and then just start, like, flicking, you know, a complicated series of daubs and niles on the owl, and it starts <laughs> to sort of, like warm up you know how like a helicopter type usually like the things start to spin slowly and then faster and faster and faster and he's just sitting there going like come on 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 aside from that i think he's going to yell out of the window at like a group of passing disasteroids make sure that somebody's got eyes on garbazine while i'm gone (laughs) (laughs) celestine you're up Garbazine is unconscious in the trunk of one of these owls, but Riot has already done this medicine check, identified that what's affecting Garbazine right now is that he's on a big dose of pig again. And we've been through this before with Garbazine. Normal healing doesn't really help him, right? The thing that helped him in the past was snowshoe doing the lay on hands. So I I guess what I'm trying to do is get a sense of whether or not it's even worth casting a healing spell on on Garbazine based on what I already know about my previous interactions with Garbazine. What's coursing through his veins right now, the, the pig, you've experienced this already. You've tried to help him and you're right. Normal healing doesn't really get through because this is sort of, whatever this is made of has some sort of magical essence that, you know, normally makes people more harder to kill and more chaotic, more destructive. But in this case, you could also surmise that, like, he might have taken a normal amount, but it's been a while since he's been on it. And I think what I'll tell you, just, like, from Riot's medicine check and because you're inquiring, like, he's not doing well right now. Celestine, I think, looks over at Garbazine, gives him a quick once-over, knowing that Riot looked at him already, and just goes, All right, buddy, just, you just hang in there and, uh stay safe and then he closes the trunk back up (laughs) hearing that there's stuff happening outside because now i think it's you know there's an owl taking off getting getting ready to take off and there's some commotion and riot just went out to see what was going on celestine is gonna open the door poke his head out real quick and when he sees presumably i'd be able to see right from the door that the scavenge is in an owl right yes then celestine will go back into the shed go to the other owl, the one that's not housing Garbazine, get in and start it up. Fuck yes. <laughs> he is a pilot after all. He is proficient in all vehicles. He's a pilot after all. You are a pilot after all, which means you know how to do this. However, you do not have the, let's say the keys for this, but I'm going to presume that maybe you've been able to, you've figured out how to start a vehicle without 
having them. Is that fair to assume? That is one of the things that I I learned from Ms. Riot. She is just a <laughs> just a whiz with starting things that don't belong to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you to make an arcana check. 12. You try and try to get the right combination of wires to put them together to to get this owl going. And you just, maybe it's the sight of Garvazine. Maybe it's just all the pressure of everything going on right now. And it just doesn't work for you. Hmm. At this point, the owl is still on the ground. It's still just being powered up, correct? Yeah, like it's maybe started to get like, you know, a foot or two off the ground. It's just barely getting going. Crater is going to sit comfortably in this chair, looking forward, still invisible, and he's going to hold his great axe in his hand and wait patiently for this owl to be off the ground. I see the owl starting to take off. I see it powering up and my whole brain is just a mush of all these different thoughts running through my head. Like, I should go see Celestine. I should go see if Garbazine's all right. But I can't leave. What if he takes off and this is our last shot? So I situate myself. I kind of make sure the gun under the disguise that I have going on that's attached to my arm is cocked. And I wait. I keep watching the owl, double-checking to see if there's any kind of weak spot. Awesome. At this point, the propellers have gotten up speed. Scavenge looks a little bit relieved, and actually Crater sitting beside him, you've noticed that he has just been having this like running dialogue of gibberish words under his breath the whole time, like, gonna make it, gonna make it, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And he's gasping and trembling and sweating. Um, and again, you notice this like sheen of blue around him. Once more, this like electric charge kind of like swells up from him and snaps over to you. 14 lightning damage. Mm. Okay. And the owl begins to lift into the air. As he gets into the air, he goes like, yes, oh God, okay. And then he, he it's almost like he flexes his muscles all of a sudden and this like pulse goes up from him. What he's done is put a defensive field around him. He's going to gain some extra temp HP. How far has the owl gotten? So it goes up about 30 feet into the air and then forward another 10 feet towards like the forest, essentially. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Celestine thinking about everything that he knows about flying machines, the shitty little crop duster that Ma and Pa have that <laughs> Pa taught him how to how to fly. Dusty Rusty is the name of the uh, <laughs> duster, just, just in case you were interested. Someone's all over this knowledge uh, that he has about vehicles and just what a great driver he is. Nat 20. Oh my god! Yeah, I boy. knew it! Yeah, I don't know how I knew it, but I was like, this is fucking Nat 20 time. <laughs> oh yeah. Here's what happens. You fucking, you were so close last time, and you were like, oh, the yellow wire with the red wire, duh. And then you put them together, and suddenly it's just like, and the car, the owl vehicle starts up. And I'm going to say, because you got a Nat 20, I'll let you take an additional action this round. Oh. Definitely want to fly the owl. I, I guess this is a garage type thing. There's got to be some way to get these things in and out. There's a garage door. A garage door, huh? Oh, there's a door. I'm assuming there's a little button in the, in the, in the, in the sun visor. <laughs> well, and this is, I definitely need to look around. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pull down the visor to see if I, if I can find the garage door opener. Yeah, sure. There's a fucking, gr- you rolled a Nat 20. There's a garage door <laughs> <Yes>. opener. <laughs> All right. I open 
open the garage door. I creep forward as it's opening, very impatiently waiting for it to open up <laughs> enough so that I can fit through. Um, and then the moment that it's it's uh, it's open enough, I scoot in. As I take off, I'm scanning the ground. I'm looking for Riot. I want to see Riot. Riot, do you make yourself visible when you see Celestine bring out the owl? Yeah. I do. Okay. Then I move the owl uh, over to Riot, kick open the door. All right, get on in. Oh, my God. My hero. <laughs> and I jump in next to him. What do you think, Ms. Riot? Should we just start blasting? That's what my gut <laughs> wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. Holding onto the yoke of the owl, uh, Celestine leans himself out the side door of the owl and uh, casts Guiding Bolt at the other owl. Oh, Okay. <laughs> oh, that misses. The owl's armor class is 16. I got a 15. So a guiding bolt goes wide, but you have your owl in the air and riot in tow. Crater's probably fine somewhere. <laughs> you both assume. You did open the garage door patiently, like perhaps a disasteroid would if they were taking it out. And you do have a disasteroid looking person in the vehicle with you. You have fired off a shot. So I'm going to ask you to make a pure luck check for me to determine if the other disasteroids on the ground understand that someone who isn't them just took oh, their owl. Beautiful. Can I like le- lean out the window and be like, fuck yeah, last stand, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and act like I just did it for fun. All right, because you did that, I'll give you a luck check, but it's with advantage. You need to roll a 10 or higher. Okay. 19 is my higher, 17 is my lower. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> with a plum. <laughs> you, you take this owl into the air and it seems that no one is the wiser. At least no one's caught on to the fact that it's you who's here right now. Before you take your turn, Crater, something happens. For a third time. You hear Pacemaker's voice in your head. Crater, I come closer. I I, I see Rexall <laughs> leave the shed. I see Celestine fly out of the shed. There is no one in here. What do I do? Don't worry. We're coming back to ground level any second now. <laughs> <laughs> Crater, as you sit here within Scavenge's aura, you see more sparks dance off of him. It seems like the more nervous he gets, the more sparks he creates, and they start to dance on his body and then transfer to you. I'm going to have you take 12 lightning damage. No problem. <laughs> no problem at all. So sitting in his passenger seat, Critter is going to look to his right, look at the look at the window, and look down towards the trees. Yeah, that's probably a pretty hard landing down there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to turn towards the scavenge. Fuck. I'm going to jump into a rage. <laughs> I'm going to pop out of invisibility. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Yes, and then I'm going to take my great axe and I'm going to smash the console of this owl. Yes! yes! Oh my fucking... Here's what I'm going to say. Roll an attack. Okay, I'm going to make this recklessly. Great. That's a 25. Oh my fuck. I'm going to ask you to roll damage. And here's what I'm going to say. If it's anything below 15, it's still flyable. Okay, that is exactly 15 damage. <gasps> Oh my god. Ooh. Oh, oh Thou sets under 15. <laughs> it's oh 8 god. plus 7. So. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my fucking shit. I would like to just climb over passenger seat to get to the back of this. I'm just trying to get a little bit of distance between Scavenge and myself. <laughs> okay. As much as I can within this owl. You feel the owl plummet 
with you in it. The owl starts to fall and Scavenge looks back at you. You are so fucked. And then he goes, is she with you? Am, am I able to see Crater appear? Like, what are the windows in these things like mm. in distance? Make a perception check. Okay. Okay, can I use uh, advantage with my... You want to use your inspiration? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Not 20. (laughs) (laughs) You see everything. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) You even saw Crater pop out, Scavenge look back, and then him fucking go, like, lash into it with his axe. Okay, so when I see that happen, I'm just going to go like... Oh, oh my. (laughs) Uh, uh, Crater, Crater, Crater's in the owl. Crater just, just destroyed the owl. Crater's in there. Oh, good job, buddy. Good job. Absolutely. <laughs> what do we do? Like, do we... Is he going to be okay? Like, what do we... How do we... Uh, what, what do we do here? I don't know just yet, Miss Riot. I, can we, I don't know. Can we Can we follow them? Can we go down to the place where, where it's going to crash? We can't do anything at this point. Yeah, I mean, of course. We will we'll follow the owl wherever it goes. Okay, let's, um, let's do that. How far are we away from the other owl now? like 20 feet away from it. You're not that far. Good. For the time being, my mind is racing. I'm so worried about Crater. I'm shocked that he's in there. I know Scavenge is in there. So there's a part of me that's like thrilled to see the owl going down, but then my friend is also in there. I'm resolved to the fact that we can't do anything but watch this play out. I think of all of the options of what can happen of whether Scavenge lives, whether there's going to be a fight on the ground ahead of us and I'm going to cast Encode Thoughts wherein I I pull a memory from my mind and transform it into a tangible string of glowing energy Uh, and I'm going to have that kind of on layaway as we go into this. (sighs) The thought strand appears in an unoccupied space within five feet of you as a tiny, weightless, semi-solid object that can be held and carried like a ribbon. It's otherwise stationary. Uh, If you cast the spell while concentrating on a spell that allows you to read or manipulate thoughts of others, such as detect thoughts, you can transform the thoughts or memories you read rather than your own into a thought strand. Scavenge, you're up. I'd like to offer you something here. Please. Because the owl is plummeting, I will let you do a dexterity check, dexterity saving throw rather, with the vehicle stats. You're not going anywhere but down, but I'll let you mitigate some of the damage. (laughs) It's an eight. Okay, well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you are fucking plummeting (laughs) at top speed. (laughs) Yeah, I think you can see Scavenge like suffered a a series of huge emotions when Crater appeared and fucked him. Uh, anger, and then like sudden sadness and fear, and then remembers the, and just scrambles for the yoke and tries to write it, but no dice. And infuriated again by this, Scavenge is going to turn to Crater now in the backseat at close range. He's going to fucking deck him with his goddamn gun arm. <laughs> 20. Okay, I'm going to use my reaction to use my slinky arm ability. So I'm going to roll a d8 and try to deflect that hit. Nice. Um, I can minus this off of what you just rolled. Oh, I rolled a 7. So that's a 13. Oh, that is my armor class now. So that still hits. Okay, so you're <sighs> going to take 12 bludgeoning damage. Half to 6, because I'm raging. Half to 6. So he swings the first punch at you with his gun arm in fist mode. It connects. He reels back again and just goes right back at you for another one. It's a nat 20. His rage is really behind the second punch. It takes the breath out of you for a second, and you can hear it like reverberating throughout your shell when you take 18 damage. Half to nine. Okay. 
I'm fine, baby. I'm fine. <laughs> oh my god. And then I think with the last couple of instants of his turn, Skiffinge is just gonna like look behind him and see the owl that's approaching. Fuck. Maybe emits a little like poop. What? Hmm? Oh, I thought you said oops. No, no. You said he emits a little. I said poop. Oh, <laughs> oh I missed that. <laughs> just a pellet. Yeah, I also just heard oop, and I was like, yeah, oh, no. Oop, oop. No swearsies. <laughs> <laughs> We've suddenly become G-rated. <laughs> I think when he looks back, Riot, he fucking locks eyes with you, and they widen and fill with tears. Does the owl that's falling look like it's going to fall straight to the ground or does it is it going to like hit some trees to to break its fall and shit? We haven't gone far from the lodge right now, so it's still kind of a mostly cleared out area. It looks like it's going to hit the ground. And there are trees nearby though? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I want to ram the owl with my owl to try and push it toward the trees. Whoa. Yeah, shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> now we're talking. I'm going to say roll a dexterity check with the owl stats. Okay. Six. Oof. Celestine sees the owl going down, but can tell that there is not enough time to actually get Crater out. Just the way things are happening, can't get the door open and get Crater out of the door, can't do anything before this thing is going to hit the ground. The only thing he can think to do is just smash into the owl and push it toward the trees for hopes of a softer landing. Hits the control too hard, flies past uh, as he does, he'll turn around, spin the owl around so he can see Crater, and just quickly flash a little heel um, at him and do something, anything, to hopefully help Crater survive this crash. Eight uh, hit points, Crater. Thank you. For my action, action, I'll cast Guidance on Crater. Amazing. Scavenge, sort of having looking back and noticed you, watches as you make these maneuvers against his owl in a mixture of rage and panic um, and seeing you sort of like direct a little healing spell towards Crater he kind of grins at you manically, turns to Crater and he's going to use a legendary action to make <laughs> a freaking static field attack. No. 23. Yeah, yeah, that hits. <laughs> By a lot. <laughs> 16 lightning damage. Okay. Dope. Love that. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Uh. At the top of the round, the owl is going to crash into the ground. I've rolled dice. We had set this beforehand. It's 2d10 for every 10 feet you fall out of the air. Hey, oh. just for everyone listening, he was calling me an idiot right now. I did think I would have a turn to try to escape before, before it hit the ground, but them's the rules. <laughs> them's the rules, I'm afraid. So uh, I will let Crater and scavenge roll a dexterity saving throw to mitigate this damage okay and you need to hit a 15 i'm gonna use my point of inspiration okay mm. i did just roll in that one so oh. whoa <laughs> 19 i rolled a 16 okay so both of you succeed you would have taken 37 bludgeoning damage scavenge you're gonna take half of that so scavenge takes 19 damage bludgeoning damage Crater, you're going to take half of half of it because you're raging. Mm -hmm. 10 damage. Okay. As the owl crashes into the ground and a mighty blast is heard everywhere. As you can see, like the, <laughs> the engine starts to catch fire. It looks like it might explode soon and it hasn't yet. Kind of all out of sorts now uh, that I actually took 
all that impact damage. You took 10 damage. You, t- I know. you fell out of the <laughs> yeah. sky I know. in a fucking I know. fucked up airplane, and you took 10 damage. <laughs> That's amazing. It was 10 damage, and also, like, Scavenge's thing kind of... Okay, but you know what? Hey, I'm resilient. Yeah. I have perseverance. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Is Scavenge prone? Are we both just kind of, like, all fucked up in this owl right now? Yeah, exactly. I'm going to stand up in this owl. You know what? This is what I came here to do. I'm going to take two swipes with my great axe at a prone scavenge right now. Okay, so with advantage. I'm going to open my eyes inside of this owl, realizing that I kind of fucked up. I didn't mean to be a part of this crash, but I guess this is where I am. I'll kind of check myself and I'll see scavenge is crumpled just like I am in the corner of this owl. Seeing my opportunity, I'm going to stand up with my great axe. This is probably the most vulnerable I'll get him this entire time. So I take two giant two-handed swipes with my great axe directly on top of his head and just fuck him up as much as I can. I rolled a nat 20 on the oh, first yeah. one. Oh my yes. god! I rolled a natural 19. Uh, yes! So 28 damage on the nat 20. Okay. And then another 15 damage on the second attack. The tough look like leaves his face for an instant and like for a second he looks kind of like that young scavenge that you saw on the network as he goes, no, 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 and gets hit and is like, oh, and then he's mad again when he looks back up and he's going to use legendary action to do the static field again. Nice. Oh. I mean, oh no. Oh no. Um, 17. True. <laughs> I think he's like, <laughs> we'll see. Can I try to deflect this with my slinky arms? Yeah. I need to roll four higher. And I rolled a seven. So oh. that I think that's the first time that's ever worked. I know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the static kind of just goes whizzing past your shoulder and like out into the cold winter sky. And Skivan just like, fuck. Okay, so that'll bring us to Riot. Riot, Celestine kind of quickly turned the owl that you're in facing downwards, so you're kind of plummeting. You, you know that Celestine's got control of the wheel, but you're heading towards where the other owl crashed. And and as you get closer, you watch just like the the interior of the owl light up a couple times. You can tell that there's a fight going on within. From here, you know, there's not a lot that I can do, but I'm going to try to cast sleep on Scavenge oh. and the range is 90 feet. As you go to cast the spell and you concentrate on Scavenge, you try your hardest to, to target him with this. And as you do... You watch as the blue aura around him grows suddenly brighter for a second, and your spell fizzles. Damn. (laughs) Miss Riot, what happened just then? I don't know. I was trying to cast sleep on him so that maybe we could get him out of here and single him out, and maybe Crater could have less damage. Something happened, you just, like, got brighter. I don't know what happened. He ate my spell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are going to make him eat it himself no (laughs) (laughs) well we're we're like kind of careening towards their area right yes yeah i think i'm gonna stick with celestine here having felt an attempt at a spell being cast on him scavenge looks extremely pleased and more than a little bit relieved as it rebounds and he sort of like regards the shimmering blue then looks up at the owl that is still airborne and you can sort of sense that he's looking at you riot even though like maybe the line of sight isn't there and smiling again turns to crater and we're gonna do a static field 14 oh my god yeah that hits okay (laughs) 
eight uh, lightning damage. Okay. So having just levied a static shock against Crater once again, he's going to raise his gun arm into the air as you've seen him do before. And still sort of maintaining eye contact with the airborne owl, the spark begins to grow at the tip of the barrel like you've seen it before. Rather than dancing around between disasteroids this time, it just grows on the end massively. And just as you think it's about to pop, Scavenge swings his arm around and sends it to Crater. No. DC fifth, uh, dex saving throw, Crater. <laughs> DC dex. DC dex. It's an 18. 10 lightning damage. Are you still up? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. What? Okay, I think, like, yeah, seeing that you're still standing, like, it's like this massive explosion. Fuck. <laughs> but as he sends it off, and it's this, like, massive, static, bright fuzz, and then it fades, and Crater's still standing, and Skivinj is just like, you fucking kidding me! I think when he looks at Crater, he looks like he's about ready to go for a nap, though. <laughs> he looks <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> as a bonus action, knowing how fucked he is, he casts Expeditious Retreat and just books it into the forest. Yep. Yeah, uh, which is like, what, 60 feet? Yep. Yep. Uh, Goodbye. D- do I get any sort of attack of opportunity? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Didn't you, did you not use your reaction on the slinky arms? God this fucking damn it. Oh. oh, yeah, you're right. Yep, yeah, you did. Oh. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs> I was just saying, fucking listeners will pick it up. I DM's know, you're pet. right. No. <laughs> What Celestine and Riot you see is like a few more flashes inside of the owl, and then suddenly, like a blur, Scavenge exits the owl and just sprints into the forest. Since I saw what happened there with Riot's spell, is that blue aura a magic effect? I would say no. Okay. It's more of like an ability. Okay. So what's going on with the other disasteroids right now? Oh, you guys have left their sight. Like they're left their sight. Sick. Okay, so they're not yeah. currently a factor. No. Great. Cool. So sorry, Scavenge's ability can continue to do that kind of as many times as he wants? You're not sure. Okay. It did it once and the blue aura around him didn't dissipate. And he's immune to lightning and acid damage, right? Yeah, you know that from topside, yeah. the Dean mix crew having telling me that. Thank you for saying the whole thing. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so we can't currently see Scavenge, but we know what direction he headed in. Yeah. Ms. Riot, can you handle this thing if I go see the crater? You fucking know it. Celestine is going to wait until um, Riot has the yoke, is going to move this thing forward, headed toward where Scavenge was running, and as we pass Crater, Celestine is going to tuck and roll out the side <laughs> and land next to Crater and give him a cure wounds oh. at second level. Nice. I will have you know, I had one hit point left. Wow. Oh my fucking god. Holy shit. shit. You regain 17. Oh. Oh, I'm ready to rock. (laughs) So Celestine has left the owl, riots up there alone, and you're looking down at them, you're quite focused, and so it's a bit of a shock when from behind you in the owl you hear, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I disappeared. And you turn around and chagrin has materialized, though they look a little sick, almost, if a ghost can look such a way. Hey, uh, something's happening. Um, I, I... I don't feel right. I'm less in control. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm going to try to help. Uh, um, what, what happened to you? I don't know. Where did you go? I don't know. I don't know. And, and it, it hasn't felt like that before. And it feels like I'm trying, I'm trying to come with you, but this isn't me. This is, this feels like someone 
Elsa's version of me and wait, 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 wait. What? And as they say that, they just kind of feel like it's like something sucking them up, like a vacuum cleaner, and they just sort of disappear back out of the owl. Fuck. Chagrin? And there is no response. Crater freshly pumped with HP from Celestine. (laughs) That's a normal way to say that. (laughs) My favorite little boy pumped me. (laughs) I'll pump your rat full of HP there, Crater. (laughs) Please, please cut that. Do do not put that in the actual. No, no. Do do, do keep it. I want everybody to know how full of HP that I pumped Crater. (laughs) My boy. Uh, My boy. My boy. Uh, yeah, okay. Bad. Yeah, I'm gonna clamber I'm gonna clamber out of this this owl. I'm gonna put a hand on Celestine's shoulder. Thanks, kiddo. We have to make sure he does not get away. Stay back and do your spell shit from a distance. Don't get up close to him because he will fuck you up if you're in his if you're within five feet of him. Okay? Thank you. That 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 is that's good to know, but Crater, you be careful yourself. I mean I I, I healed you a little bit, but I can't if I'm gonna be at a distance, I I might not be able to help you. Hey, I'll do just fine by myself up there. And as a bonus action, I'm going to chug a potion of greater healing. Ooh, nice. Okay, he went this way. I'm going that way. Follow behind here. And I'm going to run after Scavenge in the direction I saw him go. I have a speed of 50 feet, so... Oh, right. Right, because you're a fucking steam engine. <laughs> Sick. This big boy goes. This big boy goes. <laughs> so I'm going to run in a straight line in the direction I saw Scavinge go. Do I see him? You would. Although Scavinge went as fast as he fucking could, Crater, you get pumped full of HP. <laughs> and you suddenly feel so invigorated and you just take off into your fucking steam engine run. Though you watched Scavinge take off in a blur, Similarly, Crater takes off but leaves like a puff of steam behind him as he goes. Love it. It's like melted snow where his tracks were. Yeah, exactly. You can see like a straight line leading to Crater. Crater, you get within 10 feet of Scavenge and he is fucking still power running, but you're within 10 feet of him. I am going to make an attack with my slinky arms because they have reach. Yeah. Something (laughs) 10 feet away. Wicked. So I'm going to take, like, I'm going to do a swipe with, with my right and my left. Like, Crater's arms just extend like a bunch of slinkies and just try to wrap up his feet and fuck him up. Sick. I'm going to make these reckless, too. (laughs) The first one is a 23. Yep. The second one's a 19 to hit. Yep. Okay. 27 damage for both those hits. Okay. How's he looking? Yeah, angry. Angry. Is he still moving? Oh, yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He's still going. <laughs> I ask him, she's just, just like, back off. She doesn't love you anymore. She's going to murder you today. <laughs> she don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Riot, you are up like a bat out of hell. Crater disappeared into the forest, though. He left behind a convenient melted path of snow. You're in control of the owl. Celestine's just hopped out. Okay, how far can I go with this thing? 50 feet. Okay. Yeah. You could basically catch up to Crater. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Are you going to leave Celestine behind? <sighs> uh, n- no, M- Ms. Riot, please just go. I think... Go. I think it's important that we're all there. Wh- wh- whatever you think is best. No, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go forward as far as I can and can I make a move to steer the owl to like crash on top of Scavenge? <laughs> 
Holy shit. I was hoping to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You, yes. You'd have to use your whole turn to do That's this, basically. Fine. But you I'm going to do it. I'm going to okay. fucking do it. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. Holy fuck. Can I put fuck. on the brakes? Yes, put on the brakes. Two plane crashes. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. You gave us planes and expected us not to crash them into each other? <laughs> Listen, I mean, we already decided how many D10s it was to <laughs> survive a crash. So how high up are you right now? I think 10 feet off the ground. Okay. And you're going to stay 10 feet or are you going to go up a little bit? Uh, yeah, just so I can go over top of Crater. Okay. So I can get some oomph. I would argue, because the straight line speed of that owl is 50 feet, it's as if it was dropping from 50 feet in the air. Oh my god. (laughs) I would venture to save Mm. this one. (laughs) Okay, all right. All right. (laughs) All right, you fucking players. (laughs) (laughs) Would you venture? Would you venture that? All right, here's what I'm going to do. It's 2d10 for every 10 feet that you fall out of the sky. I'll take you guys up on that but Raya you're you're in it mm-hmm. so if you're okay with that then we're gonna do full damage all right it was a dexterity saving throw last time correct it oh my god oh my fucking god okay hold on let me roll some dim dam here <laughs> jesus All of you are monsters. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, this is no insignificant damage. So I'm going to ask both Riot and Scavenge to make dexterity saving throws DC 15. Scavenge is good. Okay. Sorry, I I, want to consult the group Deus de Garbazine for that Scavenge roll. Not yet. No, save that? Okay. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to pull evasion. Meaning I don't have... If you fail, you succeed. If you succeed, you take no damage. Okay, okay, okay. It's plus seven. Okay. No. (gasps) Wait. Math. It's 15. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) So you take zero damage? Fuck yeah! Oh my god! I kind of want to take this scene like the forest chase in uh, Return of the Empire. Oh, yeah. Ewoks and all. uh, Wherein (laughs) I see Celestine on the ground uh, and we lock eyes for like a small, small minute and I see just like him squint with determination as though it's just like giving me energy to like propel forward. I look ahead of me. I give you a little tip of the hat. Yes, tip of the hat. (laughs) I look ahead of me and there's like a trench in the snow steaming where Crater just mowed through and I follow that down. I enter the tree line and I like dodge this way and that. Turns out I'm quite good with an owl. <laughs> and I see up ahead the two of them kind of like getting closer as I as I encroach on them. They're going so fast. I see like Crater's arms go left and right towards Scavenge. They hit, they hit. And uh, I go over top of Crater. He sees me, slows down, and I just set my jaw and turn the yoke downward straight at Scavenge in the ground. Fuck yes. <laughs> I told you, man. She's gonna fucking murder you today. <laughs> Scavenge, if you had not passed that dexterity saving throw, you would have been taking 74 damage. <laughs> you are luckily still taking only 37. <laughs> oh my god. At the last second, 
He's still running. He turns around just in fucking time to see this owl like collide with him and just gets driven down into the snow and fucking when he gets up, he's like... <coughs> and meanwhile, my evasion looks like me doing a flip out of the owl's door as soon oh. as it's about to hit the ground. A fucking, a fucking flip. flip. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, like, I've been watching so many fucking Marvel movies lately. I'm just picturing us as the Avengers, and it's so yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Black Widow, that shit out of like Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah. Black Widow wishes she was that cool. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Wow. Rolling 15 on that saving throw was the most exciting thing that's I can't ever believe happened. that. I was like, I-, I had to take another look because I was like, no, no, no. Is that right? <laughs> Holy Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Celestine, you watch Riot just like with determination zoom off and then in the distance you just hear like <laughs> <laughs> I think innately he knows she's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so Scavenge has sort of just been like dragged by an entire owl against the ground of Cranston and Grove and has gotten up and like maybe coughed up a little bit of tooth into his hand. <laughs> And he stands up, and he turns around, and he sees you, Riot, and he shakily raises his gun arm and says, What did you do? And he really looks like he wants to fucking shoot you. But his eyes fill with tears again, and at the last second, he points it back towards Crater. No. Alright. 18. I'm gonna try to deflect that. Oh, it was a three, so yeah, it still hits. Can okay. I jump in the way? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> that, that was so nice. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'll see, like, Riot kind of gesture to jump, and I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. It's- <laughs> 16 piercing damage and 6 lightning damage. Sorry, just point of order. I did attack recklessly, so maybe just roll to see if you got a nat 20 on me. Oh, good call. Good call. <laughs> nope. And then shoots again. I did miss the second one at advantage. <laughs> They were both under 10. And this time, he's a bit too emotional. Uh, He's sniffling a little bit, and it just, like, goes over your shoulder and maybe ricochets off a tree behind you. You hear the crack and splinter of the wood. He takes a few steps back, like, wipes his eyes and nose, and just goes sprinting back off into the forest for another 60 feet. I am far away. I'm far away. I'm going to move my 25 feet that I can move, following Crater's path. I I guess that that puts me about 25 feet away from Crater, right? Yes. So I can see 25 feet away. I can see Riot and the wreckage and and all that, but I can't see Scavenge probably because he's 60 feet beyond that, yeah? Correct, yeah. So Celestine is relatively alone here, and he is going to take this moment to do something that he has not done before. Celestine looks up at the sky, hands on his star map disc belt buckle to whoever's listening. All right, you mysterious sons of bitches, arcana, pip message, whatever. I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you really want from us, but I know you want something. All right, fine, I'm in. But if you want us alive to do whatever it is you need us to do, then you are going to have to start helping a lot more than you have been. Come on, help me protect my friends. As he says that, I know that right now we're in the time of year in Midmoss where it's light for most of the day, but the sky darkens just a little bit so that you can just make out some faint pinpricks of starlight. And then those stars glow a little bit 
and you see that they're coming closer, and they turn from pinpricks to streaks of cold white light and come down and surround Celestine. They shoot out of the sky. If you're just standing back looking, they look like little floating motes of blue-white light. If you were to get up real, real close to them, you see that they're actually made of a bunch of tiny little stars and that they're little humanoid-shaped constellations. <laughs> this is how Celestine casts conjure woodland beings <laughs> to, summon eight, oh. to, to summon eight pixies. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I need to roll initiative for them as a group to see yep. when they act. 22 is their initiative. Cool. Hell yeah. So I guess they'll probably go before Crater, right? Top of the round? They mm -hmm. will. Okay. Not everybody, I'm sure, is familiar with the Pixie stats and how fucking insane this is going to be. Uh, <laughs> Jay, you probably are for sure, but... Yep. <laughs> I want to know nothing. You want to know nothing? <laughs> yes. All right, well... You want to be surprised? Yes. As the Pixies kind of give a little flit around you before dispersing, I think... You hear in your ear, I'll always come running when you call me Celestine. <laughs> it is the Pixie's turn. <laughs> At it the top of the road. It is the Pixie's turn, isn't it? Oh. Beautiful. I want oh, you to know that um, you two are a monster for doing this. I, I'm, I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> you made me what I am. <laughs> and I'm going to stop calling them Pixies as of now. They're stars. They're Great. the they're mm. little... Star sprites. Little star sprites. Thank yeah, you. Star like sprites is, yeah. yeah, the star sprites are um, around me right now. They will obey my commands. No action required from me. Eight little star sprites. Molly, Polly, Lolly, Solly, Sunny, Bunny, Bonnie, Johnny. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have one of them cast fly on me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh -huh. So that's a fly speed of 60 feet. Jeez. Two more will go up and uh, and cast fly on Riot and Crater, <laughs> who now both have fly speeds of 60 feet. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> you goddamn you are right fucking it up is. our shit right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I promised you I would. <laughs> the other five star sprites fly as far as they can get, 30 feet from Scavenge. One of them will cast Polymorph on Scavenge. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck off. You see from where you are the blue aura flash as the star sprites try to cast spells on Scavenge. I think Scavenge is like... <laughs> <laughs> nice insects. There is no indication that anything is getting through right now. It's gotta be legendary actions that are stopping that though, right? No, I don't think so. I think we would know that, that, that he was burning legendary resistances. There's only three of them, right? I don't think anybody can have more than three. We would okay. tell you if it was legendary okay. resistances. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be that. Mm. Yeah, everybody roll a quick insight check for me. Sure. I rolled a three. <laughs> no, sorry, it's a two. <laughs> 14. Great. Uh, 15. Riot and Celestine, you know that Scavenge literally just came out of surgery and you know that he was modding his mind. You could suspect that whatever is going on with him right now has to do with what he was just doing to himself. Hmm. Right. So not magical. The remaining star sprites will just hold position for now. I'm going to float up into the air, take a quick little look back at my new best friend, Polly, <laughs> give them a fist bump, and then I'm going to go <laughs> zooming after Scavenge, weaving through the trees looking for him and as I'm gaining up on him I'm gonna unsheath my great axe once again and I'm gonna take a swipe at the back of his head as I'm flying by <laughs> okay. I'm gonna make two attacks both recklessly 
I rolled a nat 20 on the first oh. one. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Two 19s on the next one. So two hits. <laughs> 21 for the first hit. <sighs> and <laughs> 16 for the second hit. Christ. So 37 freaking damage, okay? <laughs> mm, yep, yeah, I'm going to stay up in the air. How close are you to him now? So I'm within five feet again. Okie dokie, then you're going to get a static field because that fucking hurt. That fucking hurt. <laughs> I did roll a nat 20 again. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. It's going to be very hard not to put me down. 34. Lightning damage. Crater falls out of the sky and lands face first and skids through the snow and comes to a stop. Scavenge is 60 feet away, as is Crater, about? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go 30 feet, as is my want. <laughs> you can go um, up to 60 if you want. Oh, with the flying. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to, yeah, I am going to go <laughs> 50. And, like, how does the time work with this thing? Like, is it, like, seconds, like, while Crater is, like, dipping down to attack Scavenge. Can I say that he's within five feet of him? <laughs> I see what you're getting at, but <laughs> unfortunately, no. Um, there's no one within range to do a sneak attack. Okay. However, you can always bonus action hide first and then shoot with advantage. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Cool. Okay. Oh my god. Flying, hiding in the trees. <laughs> yes. Flying, hiding in the trees. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And just like coming down from above with the gun I'm gonna say that I'm gonna startle him cause my disguised self is now gone and it is fully me even though he knew <laughs> there was a knowledge but I'm gonna burst out of the canopy and I'm going to fire my gun at him no and this is with advantage right you betcha 26 to hit <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah okay <laughs> Um, that is 33 damage total. Holy shit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to finish my turn by going down to the ground and standing in front of where a crater is lying. Mm. I knew it was you. You knew I'd come. I knew you'd come. <laughs> As you land here, Riot, the ground around you is barren and icy you find yourself in sort of a grove here, another place where the trees have been sort of cleared away, not by man, but just sort of a natural enclosure here. The more the trees become brittle and shrunken through this area, the ground starts to become jagged and icy, and the air, though cold, starts to feel dead in your lungs in this area as you inhale it. And from behind you, once again, I think you hear, ow, ow, oh God, what is this? And it's chagrin again, but this time they are clutching their hand, and it appears as though their wound from having their finger taken is fresh, and they look up at you in fear, and back to Scavenge, and again to you, and they say, This isn't me. The dead aren't the only ones who create ghosts. The living create ghosts, too. And as they say that, again, they're whooshed away, and this time you're able to follow where they go as they get absorbed into Scavenge, who, for his part, is looking between you and Crater on the ground as his chest rises and falls faster and faster as he goes, I am sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't. Of course. Of course I fucking did. Of course. I'm gonna kill you all. And he freaking bends forward and just, like, pitches out just as you saw a younger version of him do in the networks 
gagging, a massive torrent of specterly misery erupts from his mouth in a phantasmagastric torrent, and from this torrent, monstrosities emerge. A cloud android with a hole in his face, a modded human who opens her mouth and coughs up a handful of bloody nuts and bolts, a twitching pile of smashed and scrambled up wires from which emerge two clamp-like hands, and Scavenge, on his hands and knees, looks up at them in recognition, and momentarily buries his face in his hands, and then stands ready to fight.